0: Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We give Him thanks. We give Him praise. We give Him glory. We give Him thanks. We give Him glory. We give Him thanks. We give Him glory. We magnify His name. We glorify His name. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. You are all welcome this evening to our Global School of Wisdom, our Wednesday teaching services. God richly bless you all for joining us this evening. Deborah, Deborah. God bless you for joining us on Instagram, Involving Butterflies, God bless you for joining us on Instagram. We appreciate every one of you. Please start sharing and inviting others. We appreciate your joining us this evening. Mama B. God bless you for the great work. You are welcome. Odufukai, you are welcome. Lynn palmer God bless you. You are welcome. God bless you all for joining us for this Wednesday teaching service. As usual, I would like to encourage every one of us to start sharing. Start sharing. Tell somebody. Talk somebody. Tell somebody. Share this on your timeline and invite your fellow members, your friends, relatives to come and join us. For our teaching service today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Give me just one minute. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Once again, you are all welcome. God bless you all for joining us this evening. Hallelujah. So keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing and invite your friends and relatives to join us. We've been looking at spiritual growth through discipleship and mentorship. Spiritual growth through discipleship and mentorship. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Pursue wisdom. Go after wisdom. Buy wisdom. Wisdom is the mother of wealth. Wisdom is what um, personified and uh, made Jesus very different from others to the point where they used to ask the question, what wisdom is this? What manner of man is this? So, this is a school of wisdom, global school of wisdom, where we get wisdom, and in all our getting, we get understanding. You get wisdom through discipleship. You get wisdom through mentorship. You get wisdom through the scriptures. So we're looking at how to grow spiritually every day through mentorship and discipleship. Mentorship and discipleship. Our key scripture, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. I said to you last week that the last words of a man before he leaves the planet Earth, It's very important. And one of the last things that Jesus said before he left was all authority is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go make disciples. So we saw last week, Jesus' last command to us was to go and make disciples. So we're talking about spiritual growth through mentorship and through discipleship. He said, go make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. So three things he said to do, go and make disciples. That is, go and make disciples. And we said a disciple is a follower of the teachings of Jesus. He said, go make disciples, then baptize them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Not just the pastors, but all of us are commanded to go win souls, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Ghost, and teach them. Follow them up, and teach them, and empower them to grow spiritually, to do the work of ministry, and become all that is supposed to be. So all of us have the responsibility to go make disciples. Go and make disciples of me. Derek Prince is known to have said there's a difference between a church member and a disciple. A disciple is somebody whose primary aim in life is to follow Jesus and follow the teachings of Jesus. A church member can be just somebody who has some religion respect of Jesus. Church services leads a good life. But he says, I think one of God's biggest problems in the world today is church members who are not disciples, who are not followers of the teachings of Jesus. He says, go make disciples. We are all supposed to go and make disciples. He said, go. He called the disciples and said, I will make you fishers of men. So we are all supposed to become disciples, followers of Jesus, and go make disciples. And last week we saw in every church there are first-timers, visitors, guests, worshippers who are led in worship, members who are fed. Learners who are taught to serve, servers who are trained to serve, workers who are trained to work. So all of us must graduate from just being first time as visitors, guests, you must move to become worshippers and from worshippers to members, from members to learners. That's why a great wisdom. Every time you come to church, you learn the next thing that you must do that will help you to grow spiritually and do the work of ministry and become all that God has called you to be and prioritize the kingdom. Learners the move to serve, you must find a position, a place in the church based on your gifting to serve in the church and in the kingdom. Serve in church, in the kingdom, and in the marketplace. Then we are supposed to become workers, go do the work of ministry, go and make disciples, start work. Everybody must become a worker in the house of God, and in the kingdom of God, and in the marketplace. Then become disciples and disciples of others. Disciples, the title of the message is Spiritual Growth Through Discipleship and Mentorship. The more uh, um, a brand new mother, if I can put it that way, takes care of her baby, the more mature she becomes in parenting and in mothering. The same with when we become Christians, once we begin to disciple others, the more we begin to grow because we have a responsibility to somebody. So if you are not baby uh, if you are not taking care of somebody else as your spiritual child or something, the speed at which you grow will be slower. But if you are responsible for somebody, it helps you to grow personally and then help them to also grow. That's why you must go make disciples follow others up. Pray for them. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to study the word of God. Teach them how to stay. So, disciples and then followers who are made into like their leader. That's hard followers of Jesus. Like the psalmist said, um, I follow hard after you. Follow hard after you. I follow hard after you. Psalm 63, verse 8. Then, Sons and daughters of the ministry. So you can see it's in stages. If you are just a business are if you are a member, that's somewhere along the line. You must graduate from a member to a learner, to a server, to a worker, to a disciple and a disciple of others. A disciple of others. Then follower of Jesus and follower of the vision of your ministry. And then going into a son and a daughter where they can tell the difference between the pastor of the church and you, like son, like a biological son, like father, like son, like father, like daughter, like mother, like daughter, like mother, like son. You go into the son of God and the son of the ministry to become. Uh, you have ownership mentality. Everything that you do within in a church, you can serve as a, as a servant that you were told to serve, or you can serve as a son or a daughter. The way a servant serves is different from the way a son who is a servant serves. So the son serves in a way which shows that he has entitlement mentality or is an inheritor. When you know what belongs to your father, it's something that you inherit. You take better care of it than if you are just being paid for it. So within every church setting, every one of us must have the mentality of a son and a daughter of the house. So, sons and daughters don't have to be cajoled or convinced or praised or encouraged before they do something that benefits the house. So, when you have a sonship mentality, spiritual sonship, spiritual daughtership, the way you do things in the church is totally different from someone who just doing it because they were told to do it. So, you must graduate into sons and daughters of the ministry. So, you can see first-timers, visitors. First service, visitors, guests, worshippers, members, see the position, everything is changing, moving to the next. Worshippers, members, learners, servers, workers, disciples, followers of the vision and the leader of the church and of Jesus, and then graduating into. of the ministry and then graduating into a son and a daughter of the ministry, a son and a daughter of the ministry, a die hard follower, a die hard, immovable, steadfast, loyal, dedicated son and daughter of the ministry. Those who have matured and those who mature into ministers and pastors within the ministry also. So we're going to continue from where we stopped off last week list of people in churches based on their choice to grow and to develop list of people in churches based on their choice to grow like I said you must say last week when you enter a church you are a visitor a guest for on the first day but from then you must graduate into being a server, being a learner, being a server, being a worker, being a disciple, being a follower of the vision of the house and representing the house and becoming a disciple. Arlene, you're welcome. Agnes, you're welcome. So in every church, number one, they are babies. They are babies just like biological children, babies in the church. First uh, Peter chapter 2, everybody starts out in life as a baby, and then they graduate from a baby. So, First Peter chapter 2, verse 2, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2 says, As newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the Word, and you will grow thereby. So, you grow by the Word. So, everybody enters the church, they give their life to Jesus. They can be described as babies right from the beginning. As newborn babies. These are the sincere milk of the word of God. That's the milk of the word. There are different levels of the word. Milk level, water level, bread level, meat level, strong meat level, bones level, honey level, wine level. We'll deal with that later. Then from a baby you grow into a child. So we're talking about different we talk about discipleship, spiritual growth through mentorship. A baby is not born, and all of a sudden they go into maturity. Yeah, there's a process. There's a process. And as newborn babies, First Peter chapter two verse two, as newborn babies, you're a new person within a church. You've given your life to Jesus. You've joined the church fresh, or a couple of months, or you know, you need to desire the. You must desire the word if you want to grow. Remember the title of the session spiritual growth through mentorship and discipleship. Nobody becomes an adult overnight. You must be discipled. discipled. And one of the basic ways in which you are discipled is through the word of God. So when you become a born again Christian, when you join the church, it says as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word of God that ye may grow thereby. So, you grow by desiring the word of God. Says Aline says, once you understand that concept, then serving in the church will be fruitful, very true. So, it says, as newborn babies desire, desire the sincere milk of the word, the foundations of the word. I would normally encourage them when they give their life to Christ for the first time to stay in the book of John, the Gospel of John, which tells you how Jesus handled himself and his basic teachings in the book of John. So as newborn babies, he says, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. So it's the word that helps you to grow. That discipleship process through the word, as newborn babies desire, desire. So, you must desire the Word. That's why that's why we of we taught when we told it. Read your Bible, pray every day. Desire. You must desire the Word. Nobody can desire it for you. If you want to grow spiritually, mature, be able to disciple others, you must desire the sincere milk of the Word. Desire, 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 desire the sincere milk of the Word that ye may grow thereby. Then you graduate from a baby into a child. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. As you know, this is a teaching service where we break down the word. We get wisdom and get understanding. That's why it says, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. You know, when you grow growing spiritually, then every other area of your life also grows because 3 John 2 says, "Desire this, 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 this is 3 John 2. Um... You tell John to you prosper as your soul prospers. You prosper as you feed your soul with the word of God. And it leads to your spiritual prosperity, which leads to your financial prosperity, material prosperity, and every other kind of prosperity. So you move from a baby. A baby doesn't remain a baby forever. So when you join a church, you give your life to Christ. You start as a baby, but then you desire a sincere mark of the word of God, prayer tithing, giving those basic doctrines, then you grow into a child, and then you are moving. Galatians chapter four, one to four, he says, "Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, like the royal family, those who inherit in the royal family, as long as he is a child, is no different from a servant, though he be lord of all." When uh, Harry and uh, Prince William were born, they were babies. We are not giving certain responsibilities, but today we see Prince William carrying out ma- major duties because he has grown from a baby to a child, to a teenager, to an adult, to who he is today, Catherine, grown in the royal family, followed process into what uh, the duties that they have been given today. So he says, now the hair like Prince, the, the, the royal family, as long as they were children, they were no different from servants, so there were certain responsibilities that were not handed over to them, though they were lord of all. But they were under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, when we grew up, when we matured, when Jesus matured and grew up, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law. So there are certain responsibilities that are not given to us until we grow from first-timers, visitors, members, worshippers, and grow into maturity. Then certain responsibilities are given to us. So even though you are here and here, they they don't give you certain responsibilities until you grow in the world, grow in responsibilities, grow in love, grow in faith, grow in service, grow in discipleship. Then Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 Paul says, for when the time is the story of some Christians that Paul observed. He said, when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become as such as have need of Milk and not of strong meat. I told you earlier on, I mentioned the thing about when a baby is born, they drink milk, they drink water, then they move to light stuff, like bread, solids, little solids, and then they move from that to meat, and then to strong meat. So, it's the same with our spiritual life. That's why discipleship is discipleship that leads you into maturity and to being given additional responsibilities? So responsibilities can only be given to the mature. Those who have grown up, you don't hand over a matchstick to a child, you don't hand over a hundred pounds to a child. So it's our faithfulness where we are that leads to greater responsibilities being given us. So the more mature, the more we grow. In the things of God, even in the natural, even on your job, in your business, additional responsibilities are given to you based on how faithful you are with the few or the previous. So he says he spoke about this. But he said, though by this time there were some people who ought to be teachers, but he said, unfortunately, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. That's because these people have not yielded themselves to discipleship, to be trained, to be weaned from milk. So they can move to bread, and then meat, and then strong meat, and then bones. And so, it's important that we yield to discipleship. Discipleship is key. It's a process. It's a process. So it's very important. So, from babies to children, then from children to youth or teenagers, spiritually, just as it is in the natural, everything you see in the spiritual is a parallel in the physical, everything you see in the physical there's a parallel in the spiritual. this by now you should be teaching that you are, are actually being, having to be taught the basic doctrines which you should have got when you were younger. So you, the next stage is that of a youth and a teenager in the things of the spirit. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1, Solomon speaking said, remember now thy creator, watch this, in the days of thy youth. <laughs> so you are a baby, you grew up to a child, and now you grow from them to a youth and a teenager in the things of the spirit. He says, whilst you are a youth or you are a teenager, in church, in the things of the Spirit, remember now thy Creator, in the days of your youth, not when you grow up, start in the days of your youth. You start as a baby, as a child, then from then, your youth, being a youth or teenager, you must remember your Creator whilst you are young. Where the evil days come not. So evil days have not even come yet. So He says, remember, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth where you haven't seen what evil really is. (laughs) My son sent a clip of me of my uh, grandchildren sitting in the sofa, all of them glued and watching uh, their children's program. And he says, look at how relaxed they are watching TV. And I sent a message, a humorous message back saying, Hey Charlie, let them enjoy uh, before they start seeing this. (laughs) let them enjoy watching TV watching your favorite program (laughs) my son just came (laughs) on I said let them enjoy watching their favorite children's program while they are children he said remember your creator in the days of your youth while the evil days come not so before the evil days they really see what evil days are responsibilities and bills to be paid are I said, let the grandchildren, as you, as you, as they are relaxed watching TV on your sofa, let's leave them to enjoy their life at this is before the bills, they start paying bills. <laughs> My son said, yes, oh. so. So it's the same, Ecclesiastes 12, 1. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. while the evil days have not come yet, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt see I have no pleasure in them. This is the best time let our children let our children get to know God early. Early, early, early. It says train up a child in the way he should go and when he grows up he will not depart from it. So you can see the stages, spiritual stages, baby stage, child stage, youth and teenager stage and the next stage is adolescence. Or young adults. That's why he said in Hebrews 5 verse 12, he said, when the time has come when you should actually be teachers, you are having to be taught the basic doctrines. Water baptism, Holy Ghost baptism, die, fast, pray, win souls, disciple, follow people up, call others, walk in love. Those are the basic doctrines that if you've been a believer for a long time, it's not something that you should be reminded of. It should be ingrained in your spirit, man. You shouldn't be reminded about things like giving, tithing, coming to church. Those are basic doctrines. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some peace. Those are the basic basic doctrine, basic doctrines. That's why he said um, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you unfortunately need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word. So there are elementary truths. But he says you're having to be taught the elementary truth of God's word all over again. And unfortunately that you need milk and not solid food. When by now, I mean when you have a child when by the time they're supposed to be eating solid food and they're still asking for milk. That's troubling. That's very, very troubling. Unfortunately, that was what happens in most, uh, certain churches. Most churches, there are people like that in every church. We're encouraging you to move from being a child, from being just an adolescent, from being just a youth, to teenager spiritually, from being, and to move and start eating meat. That's why Jesus said in Matthew, chapter, uh, John, chapter 4. Can you imagine when it was time for Jesus to be mature, to go on the cross and all that, healing the sick, casting out devils, and all that, and he's still drinking milk. That's when he grew and grew and grew to the point. By the way, he grew in wisdom and stature and with favor with God. Even Jesus, by the way, he grew. Luke, chapter 2, verse 52. He grew. He grew he grew in stature, in wisdom, and in stature, and in favor with God, look at, he grew in wisdom, and stature, and in favor, with God, and with men, look at the trajectory, look at the stages. he grew, he grew, in wisdom, and stature, and in favor, with God, and with men, he grew, if Jesus grew, went through the growth process, we will have to go through the growth process, Jesus grew, in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and with men. So the more you grow and we grow in wisdom and in stature, then we will grow in favor with God and with men. Favor doesn't come first. We grow through discipleship and mentorship, through churches, through church attendance, through prayer meetings, through midweek services, uh, through uh, wind soul winning, through prayer for souls to be won, souls to be established, through inviting others to our platforms, actual and virtual, and bringing them to church and watching over them, picking them up, calling them, texting them, ensuring they settle down, and getting answers to the questions, basic questions that they have about the faith. It It is a concern for sure when a baby should be at a particular level, and they are not. So ladies and gentlemen, he says, "Remember that I created the, days of the day so that you." Jesus speaking in John four thirty four said, "My meat, it is. my luck, It is in my bread. My meat, my duty. My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to finish it." Ladies and gentlemen, that should be our statement. My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me. And to finish it, our meat, our meat, not our milk, not our bread, our meat, our assignment, our duty, our believers, everywhere, not just pastors, every believer, your meat is to do, your meat, not milk is the beginning, water is the beginning, bread is somewhere along, your meat, your duty, your assignment, your focus is to do the will of Him that sent you, you came here, we came here to do His will, not our will. We came here to do His will, not our will. We came here to do His will, not our will. My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me and to finish. Jesus grew. Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God and with men. Hallelujah. He grew. He increased, so we must grow, we must increase through discipleship, through mentorship, through our five-fold ministry, through our pastors, our churches, our ministries, He increased in wisdom, in stature. you want favor, look at where it begins. You grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. If you want favor... It begins with growing in wisdom. Meet with services, prayer meetings, church attendance, soul winning, inviting, bringing, taking care of others, encouraging others. You grow in wisdom, in stature, in wisdom, in stature, and then in favor with God and with men. It's a process. You can't bypass the process. It can't bypass. We cannot bypass the process. You grow. In wisdom, in stature, in favor, with God, and then with men. I believe you are getting something from this teaching. When understanding comes, no one can steal certain things away from you. That's why Jesus said, my i have come to realize my meat is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to finish the assignment that I was given. Oh, glory to God. Our meet is to do the will of Him that sent us and to finish it. We must finish our assignment. But we cannot finish our assignment if we don't grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with men. Nanapoku, you're welcome. Deborah, you're welcome. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about doing God's will, not our will. We must grow in the things of God. Grow in the things of God every day he to grow. So, my meet is to do the will of him that said. so look at the stages, baby, adult, a child, growing from a baby to a child spiritually, then to a a youth, a teenager, and the things of the spirit, then adolescent, young adults, young adults, young adults, young adults, and then adults, or mature. He says, when you're supposed to be teachers, when you're supposed to be adults, you have the need to be taught the basic doctrine. That should not be the case. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11 to 13. So you see the stages. We must be growing, growing, growing. So there's, there's more, there's more. So we must learn to be growing all the time and not stay in one spot in every area. 1 Corinthians 13, 11 to 13. When I was a child, Paul speaking, look at the progression, Paul speaking, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, or when I became an adult, I put away childish things, for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in parts, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abided faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. Growing in love, growing in walking in love towards God and towards one another. Growing in love. He said faith. There's faith, there's hope, and there's love. But the greatest of this is love. Because love is what makes everything else well. Faith does not work without love. There's no hope without love. So, ladies and gentlemen, he said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, when I grew up, when I matured, when I went through the process and I matured and grew up into a man, into a woman, I deliberately put away childish things childish ways of understanding, childish ways of speaking, childish ways of thinking. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face we will know, we know now in part, but then we will know, even as also we are not. So, you see the stages, that's why we need mentorship and discipleship. You see, you don't just become, get there. It's in stages. Glory to God. So let's begin wind up, round up number one. So the learners, you must, how do you grow in the things of God? Through learning, Jesus said, Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest for your soul, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me through the scriptures, through church services, through ministry services, through prayer meetings. Learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. For a meek and lowly in heart. And then you shall find rest. If you want rest for your soul. If we want rest for our soul. He said we must learn of him. 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 Learn of him through the scriptures, through teaching services, through um, your Sunday services, midweek services, through the scriptures, through the Bible. Message, sound messages. Learn of me, learn of me, learn of me for a meek and lonely in heart. Then, look at the process, you shall find rest for your soul. Any troubled soul, you find rest for your soul through learning of him, learning of him learning from Him. Solomon, you're welcome. Isaiah 55, verse 3 says, Incline your ear, come unto me here, and your soul shall live. Come, come, come to church. Come to midweek services. Come, take your Bible, read, pray, spend time with me. Incline your ear, Isaiah 55, 3, incline your ear, come unto me here, and your soul shall live. Here, and your soul shall live. Here, and your soul shall live. Hear, Here and your soul shall live. Come unto me, learn of me. Come unto me. Here and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, giving the sure mercies of David. So you start discipleship through learning, learning, learning of Him, learning of Him. Then number two, from learning, after all that you are learning, you must move from. You must, must use the things you are learning to become a worker in the house of God, in the kingdom of God, and in the marketplace and in your community. Work for God. Learning in school empowers you to start working out there. It's the same in the kingdom. Learn of me for the purpose of working, doing the work of the ministry. Working. Ephesians chapter 4. 11 to 12, and he gave some apostles and prophets and evangelists and teachers and some pastors and teachers for what purpose? For the perfecting, for the maturing, for the equipping of the saints, of believers, for the purpose of doing the work of their ministry. Everybody must be working in the house of God. That's how you become a disciple. That's how you become disciples of disciples. You are busy taking care of one department or the other, and taking care of others. Others, remember the key scripture is Matthew twenty-eight: Go, make disciples. So, as you are growing and you are learning, learning of Him, coming up to Him, learning of Him, finding rest for your soul, then start working and taking care of others to bring rest to their souls also. Especially in this climate where many people don't have rest, they don't have rest because of everything that is happening. We must learn and grow into maturity. I like that thing. I need to repeat that. Luke 252. And Jesus grew grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with men. You want favor with God and you want favor with men. It begins by you growing, learning, learning. That's why church attendance <laughs> coming to church. Actual church. Virtual church, Bible study, midwife service, prayer meeting, tithing, the, the basic elementary doctrines. He grew. If Jesus has to grow, we have to grow. It's a basic issue. We are, we must grow. We must learn and grow. Learn of me, then you are growing. He gave some apostles, pastors, but the 5 ministry exists to equip us to grow, to work for God. It's not for us to learn the things that we learn in church and then sit on it. No. We're supposed to be growing and using it to become workers in God's vineyard. Everybody, everybody must be working. What I'm doing right now must be able to be done by every member of our church and our churches. Teach you. You gonna do the same things you are doing out there in your community, on your job, with your family and friends you know and neighbors. It is our job. Pastors, evangelists, prophets, teachers, apostles are supposed to perfect you, mature you for their work. You must be trained to work. Anything you get in church on Sunday, go and work with it. Go and work with it, not just in the marketplace, but to grow your church, to increase your church to fill your church, to grow others. That's supposed to be... See, that's how you grow spiritually. That's how you become a disciple of, discipler of disciples. And then more responsibilities and more blessings come to you that way. Nature aborts vacuum. And God has not blessed people who do not work for Him. So you may be working out there, getting blessings uh, from your job, but God wants you to be more blessed than that. Of retirement date is coming. There's a limit. You must work for God. First Timothy 4, 5 says, Watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Do the work. We must do the work of an evangelist. We must do the work of an evangelist. We must do the work of an evangelist. We must invite. We must pray. We must invite. We must bring. He says, do the work. Everybody. Paul was speaking to Timothy. Everybody must do the work of an evangelist, spreading flyers, encouraging others, sharing messages. Use every means possible evangelism, apology, evangelism, educational I, I am an educational evangelist. I educate people into being saved and being established. Like my twin brother, we are educational evangelists. We use education training to evangelize, to equip people. To establish people, to train people, to build people, there are different kinds of evangelism. Find a strategy that works for you, and use it. Hallelujah! You may not do crusades, but you can send an evangelist to do a crusade. You may you find what works for you. It may be you through singing, uh, uh, Denzel Washington does it through uh, uh, being an actor. Uh, Kirk Franklin does it through singing, CC whining through singing. Find what works for you, but you must do the work of an evangelist. That's why you must be growing. To take care of others. What is your, what works for you? Singing, smiling, laughing, comedy. What is it that works for you? Use what works for you. That's why you must carry your church's flyers everywhere you go and use everything that is at your disposal. And share these messages everywhere, both to Christians and the heathen, Because discipleship and mentorship is in every field. What the world calls mentorship is what the church calls discipleship. Go and disciple nations. Go and mentor nations. Pass on the things you know. It's mentorship. It is discipleship. It's the same word. It's the same word. Pass on what you know. Leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. Leave leave a legacy. Not when you are about to die. Leave a legacy now. Leave a legacy now. Pass on these messages to disciple others, to train others, to encourage others, to teach others. Go make disciples of all nation groups. (laughs) Nation groups. You may not travel to Kuwait or Dubai, but you can make disciples of all nation groups all professions or fields of endeavor. That you are engaged in. That's what it means. Go and make disciples of all nations. Doesn't necessarily mean you should travel to another country. Right where you are, the nations, nationalities that you know, that word comes with the word ethnos. Nation groups, subgroups. Touch everybody that falls within your circle. So it says, watch thou, First Timothy 4, 5. Watch thou in all things and your afflictions. Don't wait until everything is hunky-doody, everything is waiting for you before you start serving God. Remember the scripture we said earlier. Um, serve God in the days. Remember God in the days of your youth when you can you have energy. This is the best time. Like I said, retirement day is coming. That is when the rewards become more evident. Serve God in this time when you have all the energy. You have all the energy. Spread the good news of Jesus. And one way of doing so is my example and serving in our church and in our community. Everybody is our duty. So from learners to workers to disciples, Matthew 28, 19 to 20, Follow me and I will make you fishes, disciples of men. That is the key scripture. Jesus says, follow me and I will make you, He said, follow me and warm the pews in your church. He says, Follow me and I'm going to make you fishers of men. So, the essence of church prayer, all these things, is to be made into a fisher, a fisher of men into the kingdom and to disciple them personally, personally, personally. Bring them to church by all means. The pastor will do what he has to do. Then you take care of them. Glory to God. Don't sit on what you learn. Teach and disciple. And he said, go make disciples. 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 Use your talents. Use your potential. Use your gifting to win souls and establish them. Don't just win them. Establish them. Follow them up like you were followed up to where you are right now. Start from where you are and build it as we mature. And then next week we'll move into the hard followers. Hard followers. Hard Pastor Amelia, God bless you for joining us. God bless you for joining us. So, let me pray for you. If you are not born again, pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I believe you died on the cross and were raised from the dead. I submit my life to you as my Lord and personal Savior. Forgive me for my sins. And give me a new beginning. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, you submitted your life to Jesus and watch the, the, the screen, the details at the bottom of the screen. We are here every Wednesday for our midweek teachings, uh, teaching establishes. So you need, te- that's why most churches have midweek services, Friday prayer services or other, uh, cell groups. To enable, remember, to grow, to grow, to grow through discipleship, through mental midweek services, Friday services, specialized services, Sunday services, help you to grow and become a disciple and a discipler of others. So don't miss midweek teaching services. Don't miss prayer services. So this Friday, we have our prayer meeting 6 p.m. on this platform online, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. right here in on this platform. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. online warfare prayer because uh, a glorious door has been set before all of us, but there are many adversaries that we need to ward off. To come engage in warfare. This Friday, this Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This Saturday, lunch hour with high achievers. My guests are Emmanuel Impact and Pastor J. J. Battles. These are CEOs of their company doing great exploits and they are believers as well. So join us this Saturday 12 noon to 1 p.m. 12 noon to 1 p.m. Don't miss it this Saturday. Lunch hour with high achievers. Friday prayer meeting, online warfare service. Don't miss it. Next Saturday, we have the privilege of uh my son I'll be interviewing my having a conversation with my biological son my biological son Pastor Michael Junior Michael the second MHW the second next week, Saturday is going to be me and my biological son you don't want to miss it we're going to have a, a ball so invite everybody you know on Friday I'll send you the flyer um so don't miss it so this Saturday is Pastor J. And Pastor Emmanuel. And then the following Saturday is Pastor Michael Jr. and his father. Hallelujah. He calls his father, Father. So, it's been father and Sonny. <laughs> do miss it for anything. Next week, Saturday the 19th. Let's receive our offerings. I believe you have been blessed. And I believe that you are you are itching to give to God. You are itching to give to God. When God blesses you, you give back to Him. So take the details on this by now. Also, Judah, I believe by now you should know the back details by heart. But it's the protocol for the members and all our guests. Sam Sinsule, God bless you for joining us today. I believe there's is there anybody that i have not welcomed on this on Facebook. God bless you all for joining. <coughs> Please take out your phone. Giving is one of the basic elementary doctrines. You know, you must grow in grace, in grace, grow in grace. Paul said, just as you've been growing in other graces, you must grow in the grace of giving. Grace of giving. You change your level. Every time you change your level, you change your level through giving. Your giving must increase. Your tithing must increase. Your prosperity must increase. And then God just keeps changing your level. Hallelujah. So take your phones right now. The details are on the screen Clara. Account number 02294551. Lloyd's Bank in the UK. Short code 309245. Or you can go on our website, houseofjunior.org.uk. Click online, giving and donate. If you haven't paid your tithe this month, do so now. Do so now. Do so now. Get the devourer off your back. One doctrine you don't play with, which is a basic, basic elementary doctrine, is tithing, and giving of offering is the basic. He said, by now you should be teachers of others about tithe and offering, and asking the question, hey, what are you doing? Everybody, you haven't paid your tithe, take your phones right now. Ten percent of the money you you receive, you know the amount. It was two thousand dollars, it was two thousand pounds, it was two thousand dollars Take your phones right now and transfer. You know, one of the things that caused Abraham to be blessed was prompt obedience. Prompt obedience. Don't wait till tomorrow. The devil will speak to you. Bible says the devil cometh immediately. The devil will speak to you. Do it now. Take your phone right now. It's not a suggestion. Take your I feel the edge to tell somebody. Take your phone right now and tithe. Send your tithe. Transfer your tithe into the account on the screen right now. If you're watching on Instagram, uh go on our website, houseofjudah.org.uk. Click online giving. If you have a PayPal account, go click, type in paypal.me forward slash Michael Hutton Wood. And um, if you are watching from outside the country, use the IBAN, International Banking Details, flowing, scrolling at the bottom of the screen. And give immediately. If you have not paid your tithe to your church, do it now. 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 There's an agency. There's an agency. There's a devourer hovering, 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 hovering. Do it now before you go to bed. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Father, as we have paid our tithe and are paying our tithe and are giving our offerings, rebuke the devourer for our sake. You are the only one. No man can rebuke the devourer for our sake. Only you can, but you only do it when we pay our tithe promptly willingly, cheerfully. So as we tithe and we give right now, those who it by standing order, by direct debit, as we do it right now, and as we have done or about to do, rebuke the devourer for every one of us and pour us out a blessing, divine ideas, that no man will be able to stand in the way of our prosperity in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Receive the blessing of God right now. As you obey God and sow your offerings expect finger of God manifestations. Um, please, uh, also going to remind you of our uh, High Achievers class coming up on the 12th of March. Mark the date down on Friday. I'll put up the flyer. If you go on our Facebook homepage Michael Hatton House of Judah Instagram. The flyers are already on Facebook. They are ready on Instagram you are flashing right now. Go and register at michaelhattonwood.org. 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 High Achievers Masterclass. So I'm going to be teaching some powerful stuff that is working for us. You don't want to miss it. 12th March. Mark, mark the date down 12th of March from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. via Zoom. Don't miss it for anything. Mark the date down. 12th March. This Friday, I'll put up the flyer. And then I'll put up the flyer. We also have the world, the, 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 what do you call it? Let's deal with the master class, the high achievement first, and then we shall move into other things. Once again, God bless you all for joining us as this. If you don't forget, this Friday is 6pm. This Friday, 6pm to 7pm, online warfare prayer. <laughs> Glory to God. Saturday, 12 to 1. And Sunday, the details are called. You want to join our church services? I'm telling you, it's happening live. Oh glory. Don't miss this Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. is going to be powerful. A powerful weekend. Powerful weekend. Powerful weekend. Don't miss it for anything. Look forward to see you this Friday. Have a wonderful evening and remember to share, share, share. Share this message everywhere. Share this message everywhere. God bless you all for joining us on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can also watch it on YouTube and share it to others on YouTube. God bless you. See you on Friday, 6 p.m. and Saturday at 12. God bless you.